everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It is February 4th. It's 2020. We have four basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Riding solo. Just got back from the Roto-Grinders Super Bowl party. And uh, with only four games, decided to just break this one down here alone. Hope everyone had an awesome Monday. Hope everyone had an awesome weekend as well. Uh, thanks for bearing with me being super tired on yesterday's podcast. Super tired today as well. Starting to get sick, so not loving that. But um, do you like this little four-game slate? It's kind of interesting. Starts, you know, 30 minutes later. Monday slate went really well. You know, J.J. Barea ended up killing a couple tournament teams, um, getting hurt in the game. But outside of that, it was a good day. Um, so ready to follow it back up here on this um, Tuesday. Like I said, nice little four-gamer here. Uh, we get started with the game that I feel like a lot of people are going to talk about today, and for good reason, Milwaukee at New Orleans. 245 total in this game. Milwaukee's favored by six. Um, George Hill is out. Darius Miller and Kendrick Williams are still out on the New Orleans side of things. This game is going to be pretty fast-paced just in general. When we look at – these two teams, Milwaukee plays at the fastest pace in the NBA. New Orleans plays, plays at the fifth fastest pace in the NBA. So, in, in general here, we're going to have two of the top five fastest pace teams in the NBA. We're going to get a lot of, lot of possessions in this game, a lot of scoring. Obviously, you're seeing that with a 245 total. You know, the difference is Milwaukee is a top defensive team and New Orleans is a bottom five defensive team. So, when you're looking at Milwaukee in this spot, you know, Giannis is going to pop in a lot of places today. You know, obviously, you're going to, you know, are you playing Giannis? Are you playing Lillard? Are you playing Harden? Lillard, obviously, being the cheapest. Are you playing LeBron? Are you playing Anthony Davis? So, for a four-game slate, we have a lot of studs um, to kind of decide on how we want to approach it. Um, we do have some value that we'll talk about as we're going here, but you know, for me, as far as Milwaukee, as far as Giannis goes, I like some of these other guys more. But, you know, Giannis is a guy that's putting up 60 fantasy points almost every night. And he has one of the highest floors in the NBA each and every night. So if you want to play Giannis, um, I have zero issues with that. It's a fantastic matchup for him. This is a really good spot for Chris Middleton, too. Um, even with Giannis in there, he's gone over 40 fantasy points in – for the last five games, he's 7,300. So we're looking at, you know, 6-7-X here for Middleton in this great matchup. Um, we know just the Bucks are going to score regardless. So really like this spot for Middleton. New Orleans is a team that generally gives up a lot of three-pointers. Um, I like Bledsoe in this game too. Like if you're not playing Giannis, I think you can play Middleton or Bledsoe or both, um, however you want to approach this one. You know, he's a guy that obviously has a ton of upside, you know, a little bit higher usage um, in this spot because of how fast this game is supposed to be played. Put up 47 fantasy points in the first meeting against New Orleans earlier this season in only 25 minutes. So the upside is certainly there for a guy like Bledsoe. Um, you know, Brooke Lopez, we have some solid value today. He's not as cheap as he was the other day where he had a monster game. Um, outside of that... DiVincenzo is a guy that's with George Hill out, probably plays in the mid-20s minutes. So if you want to look at him in tournaments, I don't mind him. Um, 
you know, Pat Connington is another guy that if you're looking for large field tournament plays, I think both of those guys are large field tournament plays. Um, I wouldn't play them in any other format. On the New Orleans side of things, you know, Zion up to over 30 minutes now in two of the last three games. You know, this is going to be a really fast-paced game. Vegas, you know, Milwaukee is a six-point favorite here on the road. If if this game stays closed, Zion Williamson playing over 30 minutes has a ton of upside. So he's a guy that I like for tournaments. I think he's playable in cash games as well just because he's 7,100. He was 7,700 against Houston last time out. Uh, Brandon Ingram is always a guy that has some upside. You know, he's a guy that I think is, you know, a 5-7x to seven X play on this slate, so I don't mind him. Drew, he's so hit or miss. I don't hate it, but I don't love Drew in this spot. Um, Lonzo, over 40 fantasy points in three of the last four. Um, four of the last six. So, I think Lonzo's a guy that, if you want to take a tournament shot on him, he's been playing really well here recently. New Orleans is starting to get rolling, so um, don't mind taking a shot on him. Derek Favors, we've really seen his minutes go down recently. I don't think this game goes terribly big. I think if you want to play a guy like Josh Hart instead, um, I, I think that has a lot more upside. So, J.J. Reddick coming off of a tarot game against Houston the other night, put up zero, zero fantasy points in 14 minutes. He's kind of lost his minutes too, but Hart has been playing really well, so... Don't think I would go with J.J. I would much rather go with Josh Hart, but J.J. Redick is 3,700, and I wouldn't be me if I didn't mention him. Uh, Charlotte at Houston, no total in this game. It's a back-to-back for Charlotte, so we're going to have to wait and see. Um, P.J. Washington missed the game on Monday. We're going to put him as questionable. On the Houston side, Capella is out and Westbrook is doubtful. One of the reasons that I'm not playing, uh, paying up for Giannis is you know no Harden or no Westbrook, potentially no Capella. Um, so as far as Charlotte goes, they're going to get one of the biggest pace bumps on this slate, if not the biggest pace bump on this slate. They're a team that plays 27th overall as far as pace goes. Houston is a team that, you know, plays in the middle, but, you know, it is a really solid up uptick in pace here for Charlotte. So when we're looking at the Charlotte side of things, you know, we'll start with what potentially could be the, the chalk, very chalk value play here. And, um, Martin, he ended up playing a bunch for PJ Washington on Monday. I don't think a lot of us kind of expected that, but you know, when the lineup came out and everything, you know, I think that, you know, Cody Martin is a guy you're potentially looking at here. Um, He's only 3,500. He's played some really solid minutes here recently. Um, And, like, coming off, like I said, against the Orlando Magic, played 28 minutes, played 28 minutes against San Antonio. I think he's a guy, obviously, you're looking at here in this matchup against Houston. Make sure that you pick the right Martin brother. Um, Don't take Caleb. I'm sure people have done that recently. Uh, but, yeah, make sure you're playing Cody Martin. Um, looks like he's going to get minutes if P.J. Washington's out. Um, outside of that, like, you know, Miles Bridges, Graham, Rogier, all these guys are very much in play. They're, they're your minutes, guys, for Charlotte. I think Devontae Graham is in an amazing spot here. I know he hasn't really gone off here recently. He hasn't had big games, but 
he's a guy at 6,800 against Houston that, you know, we have to love, have to love the price point, have to love the ceiling, have to love the upside, have to love him in all formats. I think like, I, I think, I think Graham is a guy you can play in cash games today, depending on how some of this injury news falls. Uh, and then Bridges, you know, 5,300 still. He's gone over 30 fantasy points in three straights. Uh, so nice little floor here in this matchup against Houston. So like him as well. Love these guys really um, on the Charlotte side. If we get news that PJ Washington is going to sit again, because that just kind of opens up these minutes. Um, Hernandez, Bacon, Williams, these guys just not playing enough minutes. Um, you know, Malik Monk, 4,300. He would be the guy that I would take a large field tournament shot at out of, out of all these guys. Um, on the Houston side of things, Eric Gordon is too cheap um, at 5,300. Going to play a ton of minutes in this game with Westbrook. Doubtful um, if he doesn't play. And Capella out. Um, you know, Eric Gordon, obviously James Harden. We talk about it all the time. Like Harden, his usage just goes absolutely insane when Westbrook's off the floor. Um, so when you take – when you go to court IQ and you take – you know, Westbrook off and you take, um, you know, Capella off, you'll obviously see like what we're looking at here with Harden, massive amounts of upside, um, you know, averaging almost two fantasy points per minute with a 49% usage rate. Like the usage rate is going to be insane. It's a 12% bump, almost a 0.4% or 0.4 fantasy points per minute. So James Harden is obviously a top play on this slate. Um, you know, we have a ton of studs on this slate. There's obviously a ton of ways to go. I prefer Harden. I think he's the best play on the slate. Um, outside of that, though, like when you're looking at Houston, I think that, you know, Daniel House Jr. is a guy that plays, a, a you know, a good amount of minutes here. So I don't mind him. P.J. Tucker is going to play a bunch of minutes as well, um, you know, with no Capella which opens up some rebounds. But, like, as far as the big guys go, like, they use Cephalosha at the five a little bit, um, you know, in that Utah game. Hartstein is a guy that, you know, we all wanted to see play the other night um, when we played him. But, you know, really, like, for me on Houston, I'm going to stick with these, you know, wing-type guys and, and kind of attack that way. You know, I don't mind maybe taking a shot at, like, P.J. Tucker. Portland at Denver. We have a 220 and a half total here. Um, Denver favored by four and a half in this game. Um, as far as, you know, the injuries go in this one, you know, Paul Millsap is out. Jamal Murray is questionable. Michael Porter Jr. is out and Mason Plumlee is out. On the Portland side, you know, it's the same guys. Collins, Hood, Labassier, Nurkic, those guys are all still out on the Portland side. So let's start here with Portland. And we have to start with Damian Lillard. He's just insane right now. Over seven, over 70 fantasy points in six straight games. Um, and he's only 10-3. This guy is an absolute beast right now. Um, and for some reason, from <laughs> some odd reason, I don't know why, um, he really didn't get a price increase here. I will say Denver has been, you know, pretty middle of the road against point guards this season. So, like they're allowing, I think, the 21st most. So, you know, better, better, you know, top 10, you know, in fantasy points allowed. So, like, 
it's not a great matchup, but Damian Lillard is just on another level right now. Um, he is completely taking over games. We look at the games recently for him, 41% usage, 37 and a half, 37.8, 36.7, 37, 43, 38, 35 and a half. You know, really ever since that Dallas game, his usage has been absolutely insane each and every night. So at this price, I think Dame is a top play. I think that, you know, obviously you could play Harden too. I don't know if you'll be able to play both of them together. Um, You know, it's really going to depend on, you know, some of this injury news. But I, I really think that we'll see people try to make it work. Um, you know, it's really going to depend, I think, a lot on P.J. Washington um, playing or not playing because, obviously, that opens up Cody Martin at 3,500, which could potentially open up a Lillard-Harden build. But, yeah, like, I love this spot for Lillard, you know, just in general right now. I'm going to play him every night. You know, I, I've been saying this um, for a long time. When a guy is just on this level right now, like, we played Harden how many times in a row last year? You know, you just do it. So, Dame is a guy that I just absolutely love here. You know, the matchup's not great, but that's fine. Um, if he's going to have this type of usage, I'll play him. Outside of him, though, like, I don't really love – this spot for Portland, you know, Whiteside's been playing really well recently. Been very active um, defensively. Over five blocks in three of the last four games and four of the last six. So, obviously, his upside is a little bit high right now. And he's a guy, if you're playing over there on Fanduel, you kind of can take advantage of those blocks um, and take that extra point. CJ McCollum is going to be, you know, a guy that's hit or miss. Um, I don't love this spot for McCollum just because I like Lillard a lot. Um, you know, Melo's still playing over 30 minutes a night. He's 5,500 going back up against Denver. Um, if you like the whole narrative thing, you know, he put up 41 fantasy points against Denver already earlier this season. So don't mind Melo as a tournament play. You know, Trevor Ariza is going to be a night, you know, a, a value guy each and every night just because he's playing like those that Baysmore role, and you know he's just he's, the the minutes are there. It's just whether or not he's going to pick up those secondary stats. Um, on the Denver side of things, like you know, for me as far as Jokic goes, you know, I think you can play Jokic in any matchup. I say this all the time; he's an absolute beast. Portland pretty middle of the road against centers this season. Um, you know, I just uh, – Jokic had his game against Detroit on Sunday. He had that triple-double game, coming off of a triple-double game, monster game. Going to really be paying attention to his usage or his, you know, projected ownership. I don't like playing Jokic when he's chalk. I don't like playing Jokic at all, let's be real. Um, Will Barton, always a guy that has some tournament upside if he gets hot from behind the three-point line. Um, you know, we'll have to kind of see if Jamal Murray plays or not and what his minutes look like. But obviously, if Jamal Murray plays, Monte Morris is a guy you're going to want to stay away from. If Murray sits, you know, Monte Morris played 39 minutes the other night against Detroit, put up 41 fantasy points, um, finally looked aggressive. Um, you know, we've I think there was only one other game uh, with Murray out that like 
Monte Morris actually looked aggressive. So, um, Jeremiah Grant's going to play a ton of minutes in this game. You know, I think he's a guy you could potentially look at here with Michael Porter Jr. out. I think Gary Harris is another, like, sneaky value play. It's just he sits in a corner. He's going to have to hit shots here to really pay off this price tag. Torrey Craig probably picks up some extra minutes, but I don't love him. Malik Beasley, I would much rather take a shot on Malik Beasley um, than, like, a Torrey Craig here. Like, Malik Beasley – 24, 27, 24 minutes in the last three games. Now you take out Michael Porter Jr. I think Malik Beasley is is, is uh, hoping that um, hoping that Murray sits again. I think Malik Beasley is obviously one of the better value plays here. All right, San Antonio at LA taking on the Lakers. Uh, no, you know, there actually is a total for this one. It's 229, Lakers favored by 12. It's a back-to-back for San Antonio. Their minutes are all over the place right now as far as the Spurs. Um, you know, obviously they didn't have to travel much. They played the Clippers on Monday. And, you know, LaMarcus Albridge, monster game, 50 fantasy points uh, in 34 minutes. DeRozan played over 34 minutes, but... Nobody else played over 26, um, and, you know, the second high, third highest minutes guy was Trey Lyles. So the minutes are just all over the place for the Spurs. Like, Patty Mills plays one night. Derek White plays one night. Um, you know, obviously, like, Trey Lyles, um, Forbes. These guys, just they're playing a ton of people. LaMarcus Aldridge is probably too cheap for this matchup, um, 6,200. He could bust here, obviously, but I, I just the price tag for the Marcus Aldridge here is very, very fair. So, really like potentially taking a shot on Lamarcus Aldridge just because of his price. Um, you know, I don't hate Demar Derozan here. I think he's a guy that is in play for sure. Um, I just with the defense here for the Lakers being so good here this season, I just. I don't love this spot for DeRozan, but I wouldn't be shocked if DeRozan has a good game. Um, just 7,700. It's been up 50-plus in two of the last three games. You know, but LaMarcus finally got it going. So we'll have to kind of see how that plays out. But, yeah, I just – I don't love DeRozan. I don't like Murray. The minutes are all over the place for him. It's a back-to-back. Like, I'd be more willing to take a shot – on like a Derek White, on like a Forbes, one of those guys, just because it's a back-to-back, um, you know, for San Antonio. Trey Lyles sneakily getting minutes here recently. We're just going to have to continue to watch that one. Um, as far as the Lakers go, you know, obviously you can play AD or LeBron. I have no issues playing either one of those guys. You know, LeBron, 10-1 as far as value or as far as the studs go, um, you know, there's a ton of different ways to go. 10-1 is fair. Like, you know, you're paying 12K for Harden, you know, 10-3 for Lillard. So, obviously, there's a bunch of different ways to go up here towards the top. I think Anthony Davis has a really nice ceiling at 9,300 as well. If this game stays close, um, you know, against Portland, he played 39 minutes the other night. Sacramento, they kind of handled that game, and he only played 30 minutes. So, if you're thinking this game stays close, you know, you can't predict blowouts. If you think this game is going to stay close, um, you know, build a game script type lineup with that. Want to note that Rondo played 27 minutes against Sacramento the other night. Um, 
we're just going to have to kind of see, like, if this is going to be, like, a thing that Rondo's going to play over 25 minutes a night. Because if he does, at 4,100, um, obviously he has some really strong upside. So don't mind that. Avery Bradley's really cheap. He's gone over 20 fantasy points in back-to-back games now. He's 3,300. He's just not playing a ton of minutes right now. So unless he shoots lights out, I just don't see him being, like, a factor here. So, all right. We're going to play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Going to start with our favorite play, or my favorite play under 5K to 7X. Um, I'm going to say P.J. Washington sits again and take Kobe Martin. Um, Over 8K to go under 5X. Um... Give me give me the Joker. I probably won't end up playing him here today. So I'm gonna take the Joker. Um, my favorite 6x play is Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, he's just at 6,200, assuming that he plays on the back-to-back. He's just too cheap today. If for some reason he doesn't play on the back-to-back, I, I like Devontae Graham a ton um today. So if we can use that's LaMarcus doesn't play on the back-to-back. Love, Graham. And if LaMarcus doesn't play on the back-to-back, love Podal. Um, you know, his price has come back down. So if LaMarcus were to sit, um, Jacob Podal would be one of my top value plays here. Um, Let's get weird GPP play of the day. This one's tough. It's always tough on four-game slates to find that, like, let's get weird play. Um, let's see here. I don't know like what type of ownership. Maybe he gets some ownership today, but I'm going to go with Josh Hart. I don't know if he'll get a ton of ownership, but with that game having such a high total, he might. So might have to change it up, but right now I'm going to take Josh Hart. Uh, game selection question. What's standing out to me today? Um, you know, I'm trying to, I was trying to remember pre-show, Last week when we got done, if which if we went low or high stakes. Um, so I'm gonna go low stakes today and then I'll go back to high stakes tomorrow or mid stakes and kind of just switch it up. Because I like to I like to try to switch it up as much as I can. So I'm gonna go down to the two dollar five K elbow shot single entry tournament over there on DraftKings. If you're a low-stakes player, this is a really strong tournament to kind of work on tournament strategy and how you want to approach things. Uh, Like I said, it's a $2 single-entry tournament. It pays 23% of the field. Mincast is only 1.5x, but, you know, you're getting – first place is getting 500 bucks. You know, top 10, if you do have a low bankroll, top 10 is super solid. Um Top 10 is under 30%, very, very little, very little under 10% or 30%. So I like that. Um, first place is getting 10%, which is, I'm, I'm okay with that as well. Um, much better than like 33%. So the 5K elbow shot, $2 single entry tournament. If you're a low stakes bankroll player, um, that is definitely one that I'd be checking out. Uh, favorite over under, going over to sharp side. Gonna, I'm going to lock this one in the night before. Uh, lost my streak on Monday. I, I really liked Cleveland and took Cleveland as my lock. So 
I'm going to take the over in the Portland-Denver game, you know, 220 and a half here. Like this one a lot. Um, I'm going to get my streak going back here. And this is one that I'd probably take the over until about like 225, 226. So if this one changes from the time that like, you know, this is recorded, I'm going to, yep. So, well, I accidentally – accidentally locked in Denver. <laughs> I locked in Denver minus four and a half. So hopefully they win, but um, I locked in the wrong thing. I locked in the spread instead of the over under. Whoops. If you guys haven't checked out sharp side again, it's a ton of fun. I talk about it all the time, you know, download the app, you know, go to contests and you can read the rules of the street contest that I always talk about. I always give away my, my lock that I like the night before. And obviously a lot of stuff changes throughout the day. So if you want to wait for news, there's always cool player props that you can kind of, you know, lock in if somebody gets hurt and gets scratched. So make sure you're checking that out. Um, really like what's going over there, going on over there at sharp side. So check them out. It's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back normal, normal tomorrow. A lot of stuff going on, but normal tomorrow. So hope everyone has an awesome, awesome Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday talking some more hoops. Good luck in your contest. We'll see you then.